Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Getting all loose and boom, boom. <laughs> all right. Greetings and welcome to another exciting episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. I'm Master Grogan and welcome. Uh, it's all quiet here again on the Grogan front. And this uh, unbelievable, but New Year's is upon us, right? 2020 is just about in the rearview mirror. Thank goodness. <laughs> Get this baby over, done with, and gone. So, of course, with the new year, as always, comes what? New Year's resolutions. Most people make them. Well, I shouldn't say most people make them. There used to be a lot more people making the New Year's resolutions, but then of course the common excuse is, why well, even bother making them if I'm not gonna fulfill them? Well, <laughs> you, you, you wanna at least set some goals or think about some goals and get them down because what Zig Ziglar always talks about is, one thing is for sure, there's no way to hit a target or a goal you can't see. He talks about a lot with an archer talks about the best archer in the world and how even though they get us archers in the world, even on his best day, Zig Ziglar says he could beat him if you blindfold him, turn him in circles and didn't have a target for him to shoot at. Well, and that's kind of silly, but it makes perfect sense. You can't hit a goal or a target that you cannot see. So at least write it down. So what I want to do is I want to help us out, especially us parents here. And one goal I'd like uh, to encourage you to set for your kiddos there is a big goal of reminding them continuously not to bully themselves, especially with their words and their actions. And of course, what do kids do? Who, uh, who are their biggest heroes? Now, of course, teenagers, you may not think that your kids, uh, you may not think that you're heroes to your kids when they're teenagers, but guess what? You are. I mean, think back when you're a teenager. You may have not gotten along with your parents or at times as a teenager, you maybe thought you hated your parents. And I say thought because you really didn't, but uh, you thought that as a teenager. But all in all, they were still your heroes. So kids are going to emulate their heroes. So I bring this up, if you're constantly bullying yourself by saying hateful things, mean things, disrespectful things to yourself, or you're constantly doing disrespectful things to yourself, essentially bullying yourself, what are our kids gonna do? They're gonna follow in their hero's footsteps, right? Shoot, if mom and dad are doing it, it must be cool. I'm gonna do it. Now, one thing is for sure, and parents, you know this, your kids are always gonna pick up <laughs> on the things you wish they wouldn't and run with those, and maybe not the things you wish they would pick up on. Why? Well, same thing we did when we were kids, right? Yeah, we saw our parents doing stuff, and we're, it's like, well, you know what? They're talking about all this stuff over here that's good and I should be doing, but what their actions are speaking differently than the words, and where are they gonna follow along? So, what I talk about with words and actions, a big thing is, here, I'm just gonna throw some at you here. Oh, I'm so dang dumb, I'm so stupid, I'm so fat, I'm so ugly. 
Oh, if I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. You know, the old poor pity me uh, pity party, right? We all do it from time to time. But once again, we got to be careful when we do those pity parties and who's watching. Because the ones that are watching are kids. Boy, oh boy, they're going to follow along in that footsteps. And if it's good enough for mom and dad to say it, it's good enough for mom and dad to say they're fat, they're ugly, they're stupid, they're dumb, they're worthless. Well, gosh darn, my mom and dad, fat, stupid, ugly, worthless, and dumb, then, then, then I must be too. Now, you, some people are going to say, oh yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, I don't believe that at all. Look, you don't have to believe me. I'm just throwing the stuff out there. And hopefully maybe you don't say and do those things. And I applaud you if you don't. I also want to let you know you're human. And humans mess up, man. I mess up all the time. I just had a chat with one of the uh, people tonight, and they were always saying, man, I always tell my kids to be like Master Grogan. And I'm like, well, be careful about putting me on too high of a pedestal here. I do everything I can to do my very, very best, but I'm a human being. I mess up from time to time. But what I've learned over the past, well, decade is when I mess up, I admit it. You know what? I screwed up. You know what? I was wrong. You know what? I shouldn't have done that. And by doing that, I kind of relieve myself from hiding under this facade that, that, that I'm perfect. But it's also telling people, when you do mess up, it's okay, it's not the end of the world. We're, we all mess up. Ask for forgiveness. If, I, I'm a Christian, I pray to God and ask him for forgiveness. If, if you're not, that's okay. But just own up to it and move on. Don't continue to carry this lie around, this facade around, because of course, when you mess up in front of your kids, it doesn't mean and a lot of times parents will say, well, I can't show weakness because then they'll lose respect for me. And I'll tell you what, for years upon years upon years, here even at the academy teaching martial arts, I had to act like I was Master Grogan. I was impervious to pain and I was no way, no way would I ever mess up. And it was wrong on, on so many levels. <laughs> ah, I can't even believe that was me. But I had openly admit it now when I go to conferences and give presentations, especially to other martial artists. You know, our number one black belt principle here is humility. And it's humility as a reminder to me, of all people, to admit that, man, I mess up. Be humble. But gosh darn it, I tell you what I do, what I do now better than I've ever done before is not only admitted when I mess up, but making sure I don't do it again. You know, I hold that strong commitment to myself. You know, I messed up. I didn't like saying I was wrong. I didn't like saying I was sorry. Not that I'm too big to ever say I'm sorry, but gosh darn it, I want to make sure I don't have to do it again. Now, I realize it's going to happen more, but that's been a great uh, um, step in the right direction for me, and I'm planting those seeds in my own kids' minds, in our students' minds, in our instructors' mind, our team's mind, to help pass that on. Yeah. And so what, I guess the whole point of this video and this podcast here, and those that aren't following the podcast, it's called, it's worldwide now, uh, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. You can find it on any podcast app. Just type in Grogan's Bullyproof, G-R-O-G-A-N-S, Bullyproof. Uh, I think once you get Grogan's in, it's probably going to populate and you can just subscribe to it. And, you know, we'd love those five-star reviews to let other people know what we're doing. And kind of the whole goal with that is essentially I'm trying to help parents bullyproof themselves in order to help their kids who are suffering, possibly suffering from bullying. And uh, you hear me talk about this a lot. The biggest, worst, meanest, scariest, ugliest, most persistent bully we'll ever face. It's the one we see in the mirror every single day. It's the one we carry around in our mind every single day. It's the one that tries to carry on and uh, perpetuate those lies of, I am not smart enough. I'm too ugly. I'm too dumb. You know, that coach in third grade told me I was too short. He must be right. You know, one person told me that I wasn't uh, strong enough. They must be right. You know, I had a teacher that told me I was dumb and couldn't spell. Well, she must be right. Those things hurt, man. Plant those seeds. But here's what you do. 
when you start reliving those over and over again, you got to get in that mental garden, dig that stuff out, dig out those weeds and negativity, and then plant the new seeds. No, I am smart enough. I am good enough. I am going to continue to battle. I am going to do my very, very best. I believe in me. I can do this. And some people might say, well, you're just lying to yourself then. Well, I don't ever encourage lying, but I do encourage uh, uh, positive self-talk and motivation to help yourself drag yourself out of a rut, out of a hole, out of a position you're in of depression or anxiety or gloom and doom, right? And of course, you know, I feel about the media. Ugh, turn the media off, the devil's workshop. That's all they pass on, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if they got a prize, if they, 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 they well, like I say, <laughs> I used to always say that uh, some people complain and uh, um, uh, uh, throw pity parties as if there's a, a prize or they're going to get a reward for it, you know, finding things wrong. Well, the news media, there is a reward. What do they get? Well, the more fear and panic and gloom and doom they throw your way, well, they get more advertising dollars from companies. They're going to help you with your problem with anxiety and depression and uh, stomach aches and everything else. The media puts you in this frenzy, you get sick, well then you gotta buy the, the pills and prescription drugs to help you get better. And then the media keeps going, so they do get paid for it. But uh, those who have listened to me before, you know how I <laughs> gotta go off on that tangent. But back to the topic of this discussion and this podcast and this video blog is make sure that you're careful what you say because your kids are gonna say the same thing. And then be careful of what they say about themselves. And listen in on their phone calls. Make sure if you've got young kids that have cell phones, you know, know who they're following, know who their friends are. And if they have a social media account, make sure you know or you have access to get into that. And make sure they aren't setting up these fake accounts that you know nothing about. These are all things that are out there. And this would be a great way to start the new year off right. Let's start off 2021, baby, with a bang. And a bang of helping us become our very, very best. Helping remind our kids not to bully themselves by the words, uh, the actions, the things they do. Now, kids are gonna mess up. We just hope they're minor mess up. It's nothing that's so severe now, but you gotta be very careful. When, when I was a kid, boy, my mess ups were never tracked, right? Meaning, it's not that they did anything horrific or anything, but we didn't have these devices that we have right now. We didn't have where you're on video. We didn't have where you're on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And once it's out there, baby, it's a digital tattoo. It is out there forever. It never goes away. So we gotta be careful of those things. We gotta remind the kids of the power of these devices, the power of social media. I mean, it is out there and it is for real. Anything that's powerful, my youngest son Emmett, he just got a phone uh, for his birthday. And with that, obviously all kinds of restrictions on that, but it's more of a safety thing. And he's got a few friends he can text to see if they're coming to class and, and this and that. He's 12 years old now, but with all that being said, man, we keep a constant eye on that thing. And so if you have your kids that have devices like that, I strongly encourage you to, to make sure you're a part of their lives, you're a part of what's going on, because unknowingly to them, that is another way that uh, not only could they bully themselves, but man, some very, very bad things could happen. You know, there's all kinds of predators online that, um, you know, are, are constantly, uh, well, we had a situation, uh, I said recently, it was several, several months ago, with one, one of uh, a student that came to us. He was um, duped, if you will, by some predator. They acted like he was a 14-year-old girl. And uh, before you know it, this kid was sharing all kinds of advice, or not advice, all kinds of uh, personal information with, um, with this predator. And uh, luckily, the, the mom intercepted it somehow and then saw all these disgusting photos. And I'm not trying to scare you, but I am telling you it's out there. It's real. 
Now, these predators are real, so get involved uh, with your kids there. And uh, it, it's think about anything that comes in, anything they hear, anything they say, and worse, anything they say about themselves is pretty much planting seeds in their mental garden. And you talk about a fertile garden, their mental garden is the most fertile garden on the planet. Anything you plant, that baby's gonna grow, good or bad. And it's gonna be there for a while. And I often talk about how, uh, um, you know, to this day, I'm 50 years old, and I'm constantly digging up negative weeds that were planted years and years and years ago uh, of being bullied and not doing anything about it when I was younger. And then going from not doing anything about it to getting too physical and, and becoming a person I didn't like anymore. So going from one extreme to the other, but those are in there. Now, um, I would love to tell you that I've dug it all up and it's all good. And it feels like it sometimes like, yes, I finally dug up that last weed. Um, not going to have to fight those battles anymore. But and then another one pops up it's like, oh my gosh. But what happens is the longer those weeds continue to grow or those negative seeds continue to take root, those roots are solid, man. So that's kind of what my goal here with the Grogan's Bullyproof and the Kick in Life is to really educate parents and teens and kids. And obviously I'm talking out on these videos and podcasts, no kids are listening. I mean, they can, they're totally clean and it's great advice. And I actually encourage a lot of parents when you're in the car, play these podcasts uh, for your kids to hear because the information is going to them. But I realize that the source is probably going through the parents. So I'm trying to offer as much advice and suggestions and tips as I can to help uh, and I guess it will not only empower the kids, but give as much uh, strategy, tips and advice and empowerment to the parents as well. Because you know, the old adage, it takes a village to, to raise a child, especially today. We all gotta be looking out and working with one another to help our kids become our very, very best. Because you know, uh, I, I think about this a lot and I talk about this a lot. You know, when your child is born, you know, you think about they're a blank canvas, man. Oh, <laughs> beautiful, no flaws, no defects, man, they are, perfect in every imaginable way. Yeah, perfect in every imaginable way. Always makes me think of Mary Poppins, right? <laughs> kind of derailed there, but they are. And then what happens? Then society gets their hands on them, right? Or they take on some of our <laughs> qualities. I don't say our bad qualities, but qualities we're, we're not the most proud of, right? They hear us negative self-talk. They hear us saying horrible things about ourselves or, or uh, getting frustrated. Well, of course, they're gonna pick up on all those things. Now, I say that because, you know, your kids are a direct reflection of who? You. Now, here's a, I use this in a lot of speeches, and it talks about how much kids actually follow along and pick up all the things we wish we wouldn't. And the story goes that uh, a mom's driving along in traffic and she's late. She's late uh, to get the kid to school and she's got her little six-year-old daughter in the back seat and a girl strapped in and the mom's panicking and gets in the door and slams the door and the seatbelt stuck. So she's, gosh darn it, frustrated. She finally gets it on and then she gets out in traffic and what happens? She hits every red light. Then she finally gets a green light and somebody's in front of her and they're going so slow and mom's like, come on, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be late. And the mom, the tension is building in the car and this and that while well, she finally turns and a car cuts right off in front of her and the mom opens her mouth to scream at the car in front of her but before she does she hears from the back seat you stupid idiot you moron you nearly got us killed what the heck is the matter with you and the mom looks up and sees a reflection of her daughter in the back seat but those words even though they came out of her six-year-old daughter those are the words that her daughter heard from her right and the mom just like Oh my gosh, I, I can't believe that. Well, and that's my point. 
Now, I just say it, Mom. <laughs> it could have very well been me as a dad. <laughs> I know I've done that before. I'm not proud of it, but I'm just being honest with you. So I say these things. I remind you of these things. I do these videos. I do speeches, podcasts, uh, blogs, and everything else as a reminder to myself to make sure I don't repeat those things, but also as a reminder to you listening at, at home that if, if you, yeah, we've probably all been in a situation like that. Well, guess what? That plants seeds in the kids' minds. Now, of course, you'd like to say to your kid, where the heck did you hear that from? Kind of reminds me of Christmas story, you know, if, you know the 24-hour marathon of Christmas story when Ralphie drops all the, the lug nuts and he says, oh, and he says fudge, but of course, you know, he says the other word, right? <laughs> and his dad goes, what did you say? Ralphie gets in the car and then of course the mom, you've seen the movie, puts the bar of soap in his mouth and then asks him, you know, where in the world did you hear that word from? And of course, Ralphie reliving, he goes, my dad cussed like a sailor. He, he, he'd been cussing that way forever. But of course, instead of blaming dad, he blames, uh, oh goodness, I forgot who it was now. Was it uh, Flick? I think it was. I, I don't know. Maybe you can type in the comments if it was somebody else. I did watch it uh, again for the umpteenth hundred time, but uh, Ralphie blames somebody else. And of course, the, the mom calls and the, the mom of the other lady says, uh, what do you think he heard this word from? And she goes, well, your husband. He goes, no, he heard it from your son. Well, that's how it goes. We always want to think our kids pick up things from somebody else because it's never our fault, right? Well, you know as well as I do <laughs> that your kids, because you're their hero, they're going to pick up uh, everything from you. And you always want to pick up the good stuff, but in the process, they often pick up the, the not so good stuff as well. So does that mean I'm a bad person or you're a bad person? Well, absolutely not. No, but it kind of brings it all, wrap it up in a bow, if you will, what this whole podcast, this video blog is all about. And that is for 2021, baby, let's start that year off right and have the number one goal of not allowing our kids to bully themselves with their words or actions. But us as parents, Let's be, the, let's be the leader, man. Let's set the example. Let's do the right thing. Let's try and catch ourselves before we're yelling at somebody in traffic or catch ourselves before we, we, we bully ourselves with saying bad things like I'm mean, I'm dumb, I'm ugly, I'm stupid, I can't ever do this right. Oh, I'm just such a loser. Don't say those things. Kids pick up on them. And also, not only are your kids picking up on them, you're planting seeds in your mental garden. And man, those seeds, seems like those negative weeds, they take hold, baby. You can't ever get rid of them. You're constantly digging them up. Yeah. And of course, kids are gonna pick up on that. And of course, you've got enough garbage going on in your brain. Zig, Ziglar talks about, and those who don't know, I've, uh, <laughs> I'm honored to say I was first ever Zig Ziglar Platinum member. Yeah, baby! Which simply means I've taken every <laughs> uh, uh, a course and certification. I'm certified in every t single uh, Ziglar uh, certification. Speaker, trainer, coach, uh, choose to win speaker. What else? They're all on the wall here. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm honored uh, uh, to, to be a part of that. Zig's been, uh, Zig passed away. I never got a chance to meet him, but I have become pretty good friends with his, uh, his son, Tom Ziegler, and then his two daughters, Cindy and Julie, and I'm blessed and pray for them every day because I'm just grateful for the impact their father had on me and so many others, and I'm just honored to be able to pass, uh, continue to pass that on with uh, several of his uh, programs there, which ties in everything we're doing with the Bullyproof, right? So, But anyway, we plant those seeds, and Zig talks about stinking uh, input is going to equal stinking output, and uh, uh, we've got stinking thinking on the mind. Holy cow, we're gonna have a stinking thinking life, right? So we gotta do our best not to allow that stinking input to, um, to grow roots and really set in. And my absolute favorite Zig Ziglar quote, and uh, just so happens to be Tom Ziglar's favorite quote as well, is you are where you are and what you are by what has gone into your mind. 
You can change where you are and what you are by changing what's gone into your mind. And that hits me so hard because it's true in so many ways for me. I know the input I put in there, you know, when I was younger and being bullied and uh, I, I could, well, I could never go to my parents. It's just how it was. Dad's a Vietnam vet and military guy and, uh, you know, he's hard nosed, he's tough. And I couldn't go to him and say I was getting bullied. He would, what the heck's wrong with you, boy? And uh, and that's just, that doesn't mean it was bad anyway. He helped toughen me up, uh, which which I needed. He let me know constantly. He never said the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Rocky said that, but that's what was programmed in my head. So I had to be tougher than that. Well, on the other side, my mom and my grandma, which helped raise me, they're, uh, uh, they're all about having, you put your heart out there, be nice, be kind, be supportive, be helpful, have a big heart. Well, bad thing about having this, well, I don't say, uh, I don't say there's nothing wrong with having a big heart. Uh, have a big heart, always lead from the heart, but just realize when you have a big heart, you lay it out there, people are gonna flay it, they're gonna slice and dice it, and make julienne fries out of it, right? And sometimes that hardens the heart. That hardens it up where you, you don't want to have that heart out there anymore. So just like anything else we talk about, you want to have a balance. But uh, not, not too much testosterone, not too much estrogen, right? Not too rough and tough and not too wimpy either. <laughs> you want to have a balance in order to live your best balance. Or I like to say kicking life, right? You're kicking life's butt. It's coming at you. Man, you're lighting it up because you're doing your best by believing in yourself. But a big part of believing in yourself and establishing that self-esteem and self-confidence it's about the words you say to yourself, the actions you do to yourself. You know, if you know you shouldn't be uh, eating fast food every single night, then establish, a, you know, it's tough. It's not easy. I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, it's easy. Just don't do it. Oh, yeah, I can say that. Yeah, you can hear that. It isn't always that easy. But step by step, little by little, try and make those choices. We've got a whole brand new year ahead of us here, man. Uh, and, and let's start that year off right. And let's be the best example we can for our kids so our kids can have their best year ever. And let's do that. Let's get into 2021 and, and let's roll with this thing. Let's leave 2020 in the past. Let's learn the lessons of what we learned in 2020. But let's, uh, let's, let's get rid of all that fear and all that gloom and doom. Let's, let's, uh, let's live for being our very best self. Let's make sure we're planting the right seeds in our mental garden and our kids' mental garden. And let's make sure we're cutting those weeds off at the root, baby, right when they start to pop up of negative self-talk about saying and doing things that you know are disrespectful. And I know a lot of folks are going to join the gym. Brand new New Year's resolution. I was a personal trainer for years, and we always knew that first month of the year, holy smokes, packed in the gym. Couldn't get a, a, a machine. And uh, um, the, the people would last a week or two, and it would start dying off. Well, pace yourself. Don't bully yourself by getting a gym membership and going seven straight days and killing yourself at the gym and never going back. You know, it took you a while to get in the shape you're in now, good or bad. It's going to take you a while to get, uh, if it's bad, into the shape you want to get in. But little bitty steps, a journey of a thousand miles starts with what? One small step. Yeah. And another one I used with the, the, the instructors the other day is the best time to plant a tree. Anybody know when the best time to plant a tree is? Best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. <laughs> like, whoa, I missed it. Now, second best time to plant a tree is right here, right now. The best time to start a habit, a good habit, I should say, a good habit. Yeah. 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Second best time to start a good habit, right here, right now. Yeah, and there's an old saying, good habits, man, are they hard to make. Gosh darn, they're hard to make. They're hard to make, they're unfortunately too easy to break, but man, they're good to live with. They are. On the other side, bad habits, they come from out of nowhere. They are so easy to make. 
And gosh darn, when you make them, it's like the like I saw about the the negative roots or weeds in the garden. Those bad habits, those suckers lock in, and those bad habits are so easy to make and almost nearly impossible to break. It's like I can't break this bad habit. And guess what? Not only are they hard to break, they're extremely hard to live with. They are. But the best time to break a bad habit was, well, before you ever started, right? But sometimes they sneak up on you. The best time to break a bad habit was the day you started it. The second best time is right here, right now. So let's start the new year off by setting the example for our kiddos here, by doing the right things, and, and talk to them. Ask them, hey, do you, you have any goals for this year? All starts with a conversation. The little things we can do. And like I said about a journey of a thousand miles starts with one simple step. Well, one little step along the way, one step, two steps, three steps, or another analogy I gave tonight was, uh, uh, how do you eat an elephant? And one of the kids are like, oh, you eat an elephant? <laughs> well, metaphorically speaking, how do you eat an elephant? Piece by piece, one bite at a time. Well, the same thing. How do you establish a, 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 um, some goals or a good habits and patterns and uh, consistent behavior? Is just doing it consistently day in and day out. Once again, is it easy? No, it's not. But you can, uh, I always talk about there's two types of muscles we're working every single day. Our perseverance muscles. Perseverance means we're gonna be persistent, we're gonna be consistent, we're gonna persevere, we're gonna battle through, we're not gonna give up. And every time we overcome a challenge or battle through a fear, man, we're strengthening those perseverance muscles. And it's gonna give us more strength, perseverance, and empowerment for the next time. On the other side, the other muscle we're often working, if we're not working our perseverance muscles, is our give up and quit muscles, our excuse making muscles, our, you know what, I knew I couldn't do this. You know what, I knew I wasn't gonna lose weight. You know, I knew I wasn't gonna pass that test. You know, I knew I wasn't gonna be any better than I am th th uh, this year than I was last year. That's those give up and quit muscles. And those give up and quit muscles all inspired, yeah, think about that, your give up and quit muscles are inspired by the excuses we make. And when we make, uh, when we get so used to making excuses that we actually validate our own excuses, well, I was going to go to the gym, but you know, I, I just didn't feel like, you know what, you, yeah, that, you're right. That's, you don't have to go to the gym. That's when we start validating our own excuses. And that's when it gets dangerous. And of course, that uh, really, really helps, well, in a bad way, helps solidify those give up and quit muscles because you confirm what you think you already know because you're smart enough. You're smart enough to know you ain't going to continue working out. Why did I even try? Don't do that. The perseverance muscles are like turning that off. You know what? I'm going to battle through this fear. I'm going to overcome this challenge. You know what? I'm not going to give up. This year, I'm really going to do it. I'm going to set an example. I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to write that goal down. I'm going to be the best parent I can because I know that someone's watching. My kids are watching. They're watching everything I say and everything I do. And guess what? They're going to follow along. <laughs> They're going to follow along. So I want to be the best hero I can. And I think that would be the best number one goal, the number one gift, the best New Year's resolution we can have is to make sure that we're helping our kids by setting the right example for them. Don't bully ourselves with negative self-talk. Don't bully ourselves with our actions and don't bully ourselves with our mind. Be careful what you put in here because this fertile garden, baby, it's gonna grow whatever you put in there. It really is. Now, I'll often hear people say, well, man, I listen to positive stuff. I listen to your podcasts. I listen to your speeches. I read your blogs and you really empower me. You inspire me. You motivate me. But then the next day, it's like I no longer have the motivation. Well, the reason I say the word empowerment, 
I used to call myself a motivational speaker and then I started inspirational speaker. Now I'm just an empowerment coach. That's what I like to say I am, because I want to empower you. And what empower you means is that, man, I'm going to kick you in the butt. I'm going to wham, light you up with a right hook and left uppercut of truth because I want to light that fire. Where that fire is going, that flame never goes out, that you have that you can carry on, but you have to continue to do it. And a lot of people say motivation doesn't last. You know what? Neither does bathing. That's why I recommend it every day. That's from Zig Ziglar as well. Yeah. You got to bathe every day so you don't stink. Well, you got to put the right input in your mind so you don't get stinking thinking. Continue to empower and motivate yourself. Now, here's the thing. Don't wait till you get down. Don't wait. You don't wait till your car is completely out of gas before you put gas in it. What happens then? Well, you end up pushing the car or you have to go. Well, if you wait for your motivation tank to be empty, your inspirational tank to be empty, then you start grabbing at straws and who the heck knows what you grab. You may grab some inspirational motivation. You may bear up some garbage that's going to make you feel even worse. You don't know. So keep that motivational tank just like you got to bathe every day. Keep that thing moving every single day. Now, just because you input positive doesn't always mean you're going to get positive output. I don't want to lie to you. It happens. Like tonight, I kind of mentioned with the kiddos in class was, look, just because you do your best and you put forth your very, very best and you've got the right mindset and the right attitude to win doesn't mean you're always going to win. It doesn't. But here's a promise I'll make. I promise with the right attitude, with the right mindset, with the right amount of effort, you're going to win a heck of a lot more than you lose. And here's a secondary promise with a negative mindset, negative attitude, negative work ethic. Maybe occasionally you, you win something. Or maybe, as Zig would always say, maybe occasionally you find a good sandwich in the dumpster, but that's not where you look. <laughs> you don't go there. Maybe occasionally something negative turns into something positive, but rarely. Condition yourself to set those habits, those patterns. Condition yourself to be consistent, to persevere, be persistent. Work on those perseverance muscles day in and day out and establish that. And then, of course, sometimes you're going to have life kick you in the teeth. It's going to beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it, like Rocky says. But that's when you've strengthened those perseverance muscles to help lift you up. Listen to this podcast. It's motivation. And once again, those that aren't following, Grogan's Bullyproof, available worldwide on all the uh, podcast apps. Check it out. I, I, I do at least one a week. And we're going to up those a little bit and start doing more and more and more of these because people need it. Heck, I need it. Uh, I, I do these things that I get inspired. I get inspired, I get motivated, I get empowered to do even more. And of course, the, my mentors remind me all the time, and here's the thing, I share this with you, the, <laughs> the thousands of dollars I spent on my mentors and my coaches, my success coaches, life coaches, everything else, they're telling me pretty much the same thing I'm telling you for free here. So I'm just passing it on. But I know how, uh, how it affects me, how it helps me be a better person, a better parent, a better husband, and just an overall better leader. And I want to share this with you because my ultimate goal with all this is to, to be the person that maybe I never had, to be the hero that I, always, I was looking for my entire life, right? And that's kind of what my book, Bullyproof, is all about, is me as a kid meeting me 40 years later as Master Grogan, and we go on this journey together. And uh, so the, the book, those like yeah, people constantly email and texting about it, and I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, this is the final edit stage. My goal was to have this baby out by the end of the year. doesn't look like that's going to happen. Matter of fact, it's not going to happen. But we will have that baby out sometime in 2021, uh, and I'm very excited and very happy about that. And I'm hopeful it impacts and touches people's lives in a great way. It's written for kids ages 10 to 14, uh, but it's also written for parents to share with your kids as well. And it's uh, all about, like I said, me as a kid meeting me as Master Grogan, and we're on this journey together to become bullyproof. So that's that. And that's kind of essentially what everything I try and wrap it all in together there, empowering you to be your very, very best. 
to help you overcome your fears, battle through your challenges, to stand up to any bully you face, whether real or in your mind or in the mirror, and then to take that courage and confidence to stand out in the crowd, and then the ultimate to live your best kick in life is actually standing up for others and protecting those in need, those that can't stand up for themselves. And uh, my, 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 my dream goal with all this is that we make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live for all of us, for our kids growing up and our future grandkids, that they live in a better society than maybe we lived in. We live in a happier society than maybe we lived in, in a healthier society than we lived in. But it takes, it takes all of us working together, but it all starts with one person, one small step. And the big step I want you to focus on for this year, starting off, is set that number one goal. Don't bully yourself with negative self-talk or negative actions, and don't allow your kids to do it either. All right, well, there you go, folks. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I promise you, I'm gonna give you everything I've got. I'm gonna continue to do as much research as I can, continue to hire the, in, in my opinion, the best mentors and life coaches and success coaches, so, and continue to read the best books and listen to the best audio books to gain as much knowledge as I can so I can pass that on to you. And slowly but surely, you know, the, the old adage, you throw a pebble in a pond, you get the ripple effect. Man, I ain't wasting my time throwing a darn little pebble in. I'm grabbing the biggest, most massive boulder I can, lifting that dang thing up and heaving it in the pond and and those ripples not only ripple out across the pond they're splashing and soaking everything on the bank yeah and that's how that's how we make society happier healthier and uh, safer place to live and that's how we empower each other to become bullyproof to live our best kick in life all right well hey as i mentioned a couple times check out the podcast Grogan's Bullyproof, and we love those five-star reviews. Leave your comments and feedback below. I love reading those as well. Uh, I'm a little behind on our YouTube channel. I probably got 40, 45 videos now that I need to upload to the YouTube channel, so I need to get going on that one. Uh, but that's uh, Kickin' Life Master Grogan is the YouTube channel. And uh, follow us on uh, social media, uh, Instagram, it's Master Grogan, but we're probably gonna revert back to our, the Grogan's Bullyproof name. I'm kind of working out a few things with that. Uh, on Facebook, we got Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. We've got a group and a page. Check both of those out. And of course, if you're in the Edwardsville area, we're open, baby. We're doing in-person and, and online Zoom classes. We're being safe and smart in here, but we are open. And uh, uh, I know with all my heart, the kids need the uh, positive impact, not only the physical, but the mental and spiritual as well. And the spiritual is all about attitude and effort uh, to do your very best, to plant that seed for them to do their very best. So check it out. I love you. God loves you. I hope and pray that 2021 is the best year ever for you and your loved ones. But I want you to take that first step of setting that goal, write that baby down, that you're not going to bully yourself and you're not going to allow your kids to bully themselves with their negative words or negative actions. All right, folks. I love you. God loves you. Please get out there and share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof. And then the ultimate, you'll live your best kick in life. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Happy, happy new year. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember... You have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life.